All right, well, this will be fun. Hi, it's uh, Jobbing Out, and uh, I'm Glenn, and uh, Aaron's here, and Brandon's here, and boy, would we rather not do this show. Um, I was just thinking about like how, how kind of lazy of a show this was going to be. We could get in a debate <laughs> about what night each show should air in the new TV package. Like, yeah. Is, is Raw completely dead? Yeah, we could we could have done all those things, but um, you know, it, it, here we are instead, and um, I think we can all agree that um, you know, this is the worst thing that's happened to any cast member of Jobbing Out <laughs> all year. I think we can all come to. I, I think it's it's obviously it's this one, <laughs> the Charlie Horse two, and. End we of don't list, know what the right? yeah we don't know what the third is and end of list from there. Um, look, AJ's not going to join the show this week, and I don't know. I and, you know we've all talked to him, but we're not we're just not going to go there yet. And if he wants mm-hmm. to come back next week, then I I don't know if he's going to want to work around our new recording schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that might work out for his schedule pretty well, honestly. Yeah, it's, I mean it's definitely better. There's no question about that. That it's better. Whereas sometimes when we'd say we're going to do the show at 12:30, and we think is AJ going to be awake by then? Um, I we'll we'll deal with that and and we'll see where he's at and see what happens. We're taping the show on Thursday night, and um. You know, it's it's a difficult conversation because obviously it's personal for us. So we're trying to both, you know, adjust the the personal feelings and emotions that we have versus like the analysis from a 10,000 foot view. And, you know, it's a very difficult thing to do. And for for AJ, I don't know, at this point, I'm I'm half convinced that that he needs something else that for whatever reason, whoever it is. And this is where it starts conflating into the bigger picture topic, right? Because the bigger picture thing, let me separate from AJ for a second. Then I'll come back. The bigger picture issue is that this is what we get. And I'm going to hold Brandon partially accountable for this because every time we ever react to anything, Brandon will be like, well, hold up now. Wait a second. Now, wait, wait, that's not you don't know that every time anything ever, ever happens with this company where there is any remote amount of news, it is always followed up by impending doom. And it's never followed up by anything actually improving for the sake of the fan. Now, I get it. That's not their responsibility. Their responsibility is fiduciary. Their responsibility is to, you know, their shareholders. Their responsibility is to those things. But it's never, ever that when anything like this happens, this merger, anything that involves Vince McMahon's, none of it ever, ever ends up leading to something where we sit back and say, boy, that was good. That was beneficial. That was something that we could like anything along those lines. You know, one when it first started coming down, be, before even the AJ part of it started coming down, you know, it was it was a newsworthy morning. It was the the you know the deal over at USA. There was the Perth uh, announcement for Elimination Chamber, and then everything else started coming down. And it reminded me back during COVID, the big uh, releases during COVID. It was you know summer. 
of 2020 must have been July because it was shortly after an earnings report. And I remember it was probably the day before we heard, you know, record uh, profit for WWE mm-hmm. in this quarter. And, and they, they still said it was like the greatest quarter ever because they didn't have any expenses. They were mm-hmm. doing everything there. And then the next day came and they released it coming off of the heels of record profits. And I don't know if this is a, you know, a stock market thing. And then this is, you know, whether it's Nick Khan maybe or, or whoever else. And this is their idea of, okay, this is how you balance the, the stock market. You have these big, big newsy good things to balance out the bad that's coming. I don't know if that's it. I don't know what the reason is, but they always cushion it with these good and bad things together. And I'm not sure why. And it just, it makes the company look worse when these things happen because they're always doing it off the heels of something big. Hey, hang on. Let me, let me follow up. You're suggesting it's good and bad for like the stockholders. Yeah. No, I, I'm saying, I don't know. Like the only like, reason that I you can think, think of the more- them for, for intention, it seems like they're intentionally pairing these things. Yeah, I get it. I I don't know. I just don't give a rat's ass about the stock. No, no, no. I don't. Yeah. I don't either. I I'm more trying to figure out why they do it like this. Because I think it just makes them look worse, honestly. I mean, the fact that they're always doing this I, while I pairing it with if, good news. I don't know if you can compare the two things. Because like saying that you were successful in announcing good news are two different things, right? Like, like today, what what they did is what you're saying, right? They announced this USA deal. They announced this Perth show. Before, they just said, we made a lot of money, and now we're cutting a lot of people. That's not necessarily pairing good news with anything. I mean, that's... Well, well no, it, 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 it seems is. like intentionally it's, I mean, it's, it to it's put good those news. together. It's, 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 it's good news. I guess they're constantly saying things like that, so it's hard for me to pinpoint it to that time frame. But, like, today they, like, did stuff. You know what I mean? They weren't just saying, we made money last but, month. But, They're but like, they, and I we're think, doing this next, you know, in three months. And we're doing well, this I think you're, deal. I think, I think you're hearing that as him, like, saying they made a, a statement. They, like, release earnings reports specifically. Right. Like, right. They, they, they release news and then right. pair it. I just – I think we're getting lost here because – I'm I'm really not. I understand again as I said they have a response a fiduciary responsibility. That's their what and we can talk about that if you really want to get into the minutia of it. I don't think we're the people to do that, right? No. Like I don't I I don't think that's our strength. My point is to separate it from all of that cuz I don't care that in on paper, I don't give a rat's ass if Elimination Chamber is going to be in Perth, Australia. That doesn't do anything for a fan. The the USA News, we can, again, debate at some point whether I mean, or not ultimately. I, 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 I don't agree with that. I, Why I, would anyone doing care? Doing a stadium show in Australia is exciting. Did, for I mean, fans. we how much did we rave about the Puerto Rico yeah. show? How much yeah. way did we rave about Dude, the London show, you the Montreal show? Have, okay. I sent you if guys you, a screenshot of it, and I was excited about it today. If you believe that that's what's coming, is that the show will be better because of it, then I'll, I'll it's like listen an ex- to that. It's, it's a more exciting environment to watch the show than some random arena and yeah but that's a limit to what i could care you know like i again i agree that the puerto rico thing was fun but it doesn't suddenly make me say boy i think pay backlash is going to be wonderful next year like it was better than the alternative it's not something that i look at and i say to myself as a professional wrestling fan oh hell yeah i'm fired up for this like that's not but what I, i'm but getting I th- out but of but i it. think other people do 
I, just because I, you don't, I, I think. I think I, if I, you live in Australia, you're fired up. About no, it. I, 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 I get excited when these shows are different. I mean, I, I would rather watch a show in a stadium in Puerto Rico or a stadium I, I, in Australia I, or a stadium think, in the UK. I think because you're not neutral, you are overselling that. Like saying, I'd rather this than that is fine. I can't fathom you genuinely suddenly being like, dude, this is going to get me through the next six months. I am oh, fired well, no, up. About I just, the, but no, that's what but I'm talking cool. about. It's yeah. it's neutral. It's it's neutral plus one, right? Like, if I had to feel a way, I might feel more positive than negative about it. But overall, I don't really care. It's not, hey, the champion of the company is going to be on television <laughs> moving forward. It's not. Okay, any- okay, wait. I'll give you one that was that for me today. They're going to do four primetime specials on NBC. That's hey, cool. You got really? way more faith in that. You got wait, 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 wait. wait. Why does that? Why is that a good thing for you? Yeah. You don't think that's cool? Nope. No. Why? How's that different from Saturday Night Main Event? Go. I love Saturday Night Main Event. Did you? The, when they did Saturday Night Main Event over the past, not not the yeah. '80s Saturday Night, when they yeah. did it recently over the past decade or whatever, you thought that was awesome? That that. I mean, I sucked. I didn't even get it. I I don't think it even aired like in my. It like, was on it was on NBC. But didn't it come on at like midnight or something? Um, no, I think it was like eight o'clock on a Saturday. And they, but but again, we know that's going to be different now because they tape those after Raw or whatever, and just through like they tape those like they tape SmackDown. And they were like they were basically uh, like tribute to the troops. I, I think oh, they ultimately wait that it was fifteen years ago at the, this point. I think this, I think it I, ultimately became that. I don't think it started that way. I think like they did one and then they realized like we can't do this. And then just basically to fulfill the obligation made them. And that's the problem is that I don't really know where these fall between just being another. But if they're wrong. like those network events that they were doing, I mean those were pretty cool. What do you mean? When they would do the WWE Network random events, uh, again, like they were fine. <laughs> like they're they're not. Were they cool? They were house shows. They they, they for the they, most part, like they were they were they were. I don't I don't hate them by any stretch of the imagination, but I, I'm I'm struggling to believe that this is more than a glorified rampage. Like that, I I you got to prove that. There's a big difference. Uh, I feel like uh, they're going to be pay-per-views, but on NBC. Yeah, I don't. I think you're wildly mistaken. And the comparison that I'll give you is from the same company. The UFC just ran a card on ABC for the first time, and you don't know anything about any of the fighters that were on the card. <laughs> they fulfilled an obligation to put something on a network without actually giving anyone who like. I, I know this because my I, my producer gets to do the uh, fighting segment on my show. And like I, I kept those saying, people also really beat the shit out of each other. So it might be a different kind of. By by the way, I sacrifice. just looked up what Saturday night's main event was. The the five that they did in in oh seven and oh eight. The first three were live or on a like a half hour delay. The last two were taped, but none of them were great. Right, but the other thing too, Brandon, is they could stock stack the card however they wanted to. It's not like the problem was the turnaround. They planned the show out ahead of time, and they wouldn't put real fighters on it because that meant the real fighters couldn't be on the shows they cared about. Now, if if for some reason, and this might get into the minutia of Peacock, if for some reason NBC has decided that 
They're not concerned about the shows on Peacock being all that good because they need the network shows to be that good. Well, then maybe you're cooking with something. But until or the, or I they, see or, that. Or they work hand in hand where they simulcast the ones that are right, more Right, but the, the ones on NBC don't get people to subscribe to Peacock. Like, no, point, no but, they, but they would. They could. Why, why couldn't they? If they decide to put Survivor Series on NBC, I'm not saying they would do that. I'm just saying that again, opens that's a ma- You're talking about two things that are yeah. massively different, right? No, but like, if you have a Peacock deal and you have four specials for NBC, you could reasonably think they could talk about simulcasting those instead could, of creating if, new if things. If that's what NBC wants versus right. if what NBC just wants is we're in the midst of a writer's strike right now, we could use Throw something up, right? Some S to put on TV. Right. Well, but this, we this isn't even happening till 2025, so I don't think it has anything to do with the writer's it's strike. It's not till 2025. I thought it started what, in 2024. The end of 2024, but presumably but again, they're going to be so backed up. Well, okay, that's fair. Point, that's fair. If, they're, if they they're not, realize, yeah, they're not making more content right now. Like they are. Yeah, you have to understand what the turnaround is on, on shows. Yeah, right. That's fair. Like this is they're not going to start taping tomorrow for things that are going to be on TV in November. Um, like they're going to have a real problem moving forward related to content. And again, we don't know. To Brandon's point, if at some point in the future, that's what this is, is that they want to bring like legitimate WWE shows to NBC, then that's wild. I'm going to struggle with that concept because I don't like, there's a line of how much TV when you now have to build in like real commercial breaks. Wait, 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 hold on a second. Evander Holyfield fought Matt Hardy. Is that a real thing? I don't I, I don't vaguely remember, remember that. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the Saturday Night's main event, and one of them is a Vander Holyfield. I, I, I did that Mickey James tried to kiss Trish Stratus on a Saturday Night main event. That was actually probably one of the bigger moments in Saturday Night main event. I guess, wait, 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 wait. I, you are downplaying CM Punk and Boogeyman versus John Morrison and Big Daddy right, B. That okay? was huge. I can't believe that I we successfully already got away from the story of the day to get into a lengthy debate about what happened. On the uh, reincarnation. You really can't believe that. Main event. You really no, can't no. believe that. <laughs> no, I I'm not surprised we got there. I just thought maybe it would take more than three minutes into the real conversation for us to end up. You going. you you had us pull. All right, I pulled up the Wikipedia page. Now I'm going down the hole. <laughs> my yeah. my my point. Be, I, God bless. Brandon will eternally be the guy that's more excited about these things than anybody else is. Like he will. This is why he gets to be our mark, and I love him for that. I we need that. I these things in no ways actually what would excite me is, again, Roman Reigns, the champion's going to be on television like that would be good news for a professional wrestling fan. That would be I would have genuine reason for excitement about that. Um, signing someone that I like and I can't even think of who's a free agent right now that I would want them Jade to sign. Cargill. When they announce Jade Cargill, I will be very excited about it, unquestionably. That's I, as we talked about last week. Those things excite me. Saying the th- the show that we were gonna do, we're just gonna do it somewhere else. Eh, okay. As a professional wrestling fan, it sure as hell does not in any way neutralize slashing thirty people from your roster. Like, there's no. Tr- yeah, I'm losing thirty people, but gee, gosh, Cali, I. That elimination chamber show is going to be in Australia, so that'll that'll get me going for the next six months. I, oh no, it definitely does not. I mean, it, the the thirty people screwed up everything. I mean, like any remote excitement you could have had 
about even watching SmackDown tomorrow is dead. Well, <laughs> I mean, at least I mean, for it's me. Not, it's not, well. I'm bummed. And, I'm bummed for the time being. Right. And this is where our, again, our personal feelings, like, and, and I always, yeah. we struggle with this the first time. Like, I'm not going to do the bit where it's like, oh, I'm not going to watch WWE now. Like, that's. No, I'm going to watch it's, it. I'm just it's what it is. great about it. <laughs> um, and I and I never do. And it's also conflated by the conversations that we have sometimes about rosters being bloated and people not getting opportunities. But just because that's true doesn't mean that you get a pass. Why did you have all of these people on the roster if you weren't going to be capable of using them? Why are you doing a three hour television show on Mondays if you can't get the people that you're employed on the show? Like, well, what- let's let's take it a, a little bit of a step further. And I know it's a year away. But, like, SmackDown going to USA opens the door for that being three hours, too. <laughs> like, um, I've heard multiple people mention that today. Just because you're on you're on a channel where they've got the time, you know, presumably to give you that extra third right. hour. If, if that's what they want, 100%. Now. And, 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 and no, but all that, all that being said, so then what, what in the hell is going on in your company where you've had a person – Make a concerted effort to bolster the roster over the past year. And now, you know, not all of those people were part of these, but some of them were. Well, but that I think this is where we go back to the Triple H Vince McMahon power struggle that we can't fully get the no either. Right. Like that. I have no reason to believe that Triple H wanted any of this today, right? And I have no reason to believe that it was Triple H's interest to not have these people on television for the last, you know, in some cases. I I think I was told, I read today that Aaliyah hadn't wrestled in a year on television. A year? Since she lost the tag titles, that would have been close to a year. Yeah. Yeah. A, A year? Well, when like, was the last time Dolph Ziggler was on television? Well, he would pop up every now and then. I feel I'm trying to. It's been a while though. And and you know this is the this is the eternal kind of struggle. This is the um, succession of it all that inevitably it was always going to come back to Vince McMahon. In so, this just case, by the way, I, Dolph Ziggler fought J.D. McDonough at Raw in May. Yeah. So. Three months ago, I guess. Four months ago. Three months. Four. Four months ago. I can't even remember like how that was set up. Like I can't remember. By the anything. way, JD McDonough was on Raw in May. I don't remember that. I don't remember anything. Oh, be- was was Dolph Ziggler an NXT guy or something at the time? I don't. No, he was just on Raw. It must have been JD McDonough's like debut on Raw after getting drafted, and then he went away for a while. Oh and yeah, and they, and they went to, and they no, that is exactly what it was because I remember they ran it. It was like it was the it was the Cody Rhodes of setting up a match. They ran into each other backstage. No, back or at the uh, back at the coffee pot or whatever. Yeah, 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 it was like one of those things. Anyway, um, this is you know the succession of it is the part that you can't escape. It's the th- this is all backassery, and that's that's life. You know, like I'm glad my kids aren't old enough that I have to try to explain it to them. Like I'm, I'm glad that's not a conversation we have to have until they ask why Uncle AJ hasn't been on TV, and then at you some are, point. I have a question, and 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 we haven't seen a lot of information. There's been a, a few little tidbits here and there, like like Dolph Ziggler, like this is gonna sound weird, but he wasn't like 
an overwhelming favorite, but he was kind of a Vince Mc, like Vince McMahon kept him there, right? Like that was I, the story. I, I think you're labeling this as being personal. And I don't think any of this is personal. Well, what I, I'm saying is that a lot of people there's a lot of like Vince did this out there, right? And I, I and that's what I'm trying to clear is, up. Like, is like, there a lot of Vince? I mean, I just I kind of assume this is all coming from above Vince on the Twitter I, stuff I, saying Oh, I think we have understanding that Vince is involved with Endeavor, like heavily involved with Endeavor. I yes, don't think that these yes. two things are separated. They're not separate, but I so I, I, I think yeah. I think the bigger question, the Vince question, is why weren't these people more involved? And every time we keep hearing about rewrites and scripts and every time Vince pops back up, everybody gets uneasy and it it almost becomes a chicken and the egg conversation. Did he know they were going to have to do cuts? And so he started purposely saying, we don't want these people on TV because in two months they're going to be gone anyway, although – Again, Mustafa Ali was scheduled to be on a pay-per-view next weekend, although I'll be at an NXT one. Um, or is it the the flip side around? These were the people that weren't, so it was the easiest things to do. I, I, I We don't have the definition of it, but n- nothing ever good comes the moment that we start hearing that Vince, McMahon, Vince McMahon is involved again. It's never followed up by, and gee, it's a good time to be a WWE fan. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, we heard some, uh, you know, anonymous quotes about how, you know, it wasn't basically the people who got released were just trapped in an ugly circle where, you know, they weren't getting over because they weren't on TV and they weren't on TV for question marks, basically. And what the hell are these guys supposed to do? That was, you know, kind of the gist of one of the quotes that we saw. And, And it certainly, you know, Vince is part of it. At the same time, we're getting weird reports about Vince as well. There is that L.A. Times article that was a little bit strange. I don't, it's all messy right now is what well, it comes mean, down the to. Th- the thing about him getting forced out of the company again? Yeah, like that one seemed speculation, but it's in the L.A. I, I don't know what the hell that was. And it, well, so I don't claim to understand anything about like the way uh, st- like the stocks of a company work or whatever, but I read something attached to that that said – that his were the only shares that were like qualified for immediate sale. And like, yeah. And, and some smarter people suggested that that's not that, that you don't, that's not abnormal. Don't read into that. Like some smarter people in the business world said, um, that, that apparently that's just the way that corporate flexibility works. And, you know, it, it, it leaves him options and that, Again, we are not the people. Yeah. We are not the We're correct not the ones to be able to dive further into this. And But I, I certainly read enough that made me think that it's not worth overreacting to that or suggesting that it's fait accompli or anything along those yeah. lines. No, um, and, and I wasn't trying to suggest that either. More just like, again, it, it seems, let's be honest, a little chaotic right now. And, and Vince McMahon's presence is part of the chaos, um, whether it's strictly backstage creative or just his – you know, the kind of presence there, um, as as you said, his presence almost never ends with a good thing. So. Well, and, and I'll compare it to, um, you know, I do a lot of soccer, right? And in the preseason or in the non-conference portion of college soccer, coaches will play a lot of players. And then you'll get in the conference play and all of a sudden it, it, it gets trimmed down. And it feels like Vince McMahon's thing whenever there's business issues ahead is to batten down the hatches a little bit 
and to focus all programming on the same group of a few people and present and push those to the people that are demanding answers. Like, here's who we like. Here's who matters. This is what we're doing moving forward. And do not expand upon that whatsoever. Focus, drill down, do six Judgment Day segments, do, you know, whatever it is. And don't. And then once you're there, once you've gotten to that point for business reasons, then to the point that people made today, it does become a, a, a vicious circle. It becomes a place where how is anyone else supposed to break through? And when they can't, they no longer appear to have any value whatsoever. Now, this is where someone else would sweep in and say, hey, you know, they still have to do house shows like they still have to go do corporate appearances. There still needs to be a roster beyond just the tightest of tight circles. But we have seen this many times in so many different circumstances. The easiest thing to do is to trim fat, to tighten up, batten down the hatches, identify your handful of people that are a key part of what you do and get rid of everyone else. And then maybe at some point in six months, there'll be a handful more people hired. But I, I tell you what, getting involved with UFC, we never we should have known immediately. There is no company in the history of whatever you want to call this sports, entertainment, anything like that, that has more devalued performers mm-hmm. than the UFC has. Like there's never it's there's no boxing didn't do that. Nothing has ever devalued. The NFL treats running backs better than the <laughs> UFC treats its fighters it's insanity and it's been widely known the best fighter in the world just openly left the ufc a couple years ago and they don't care like they legitimately just pretend like it didn't happen and it's a wild bit man the moment that those people got involved immediately we should have known this is coming like, this is going to happen, and now allowing a Dana White company to have access to these deals and these – kind I, I don't think it gets better from here. I think it gets drastically worse for WWE performers moving forward. I don't disagree. It, you know, you said it. it they don't care. Um, you know, it's been reported on over and over again. We've seen this act out in public. Over, you know, how UFC fighters are arguably the worst paid compared to the money that they bring in. And, yeah, there's no reason to expect them to change just because it's wrestling instead of UFC. I know. I mean, I, I, I boy, then you could argue that they might even think that it's worse because these people are yeah, whatever. I, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. Yep. It's just it it sucks as far as, again, I, 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 I don't. I don't know what AJ wants to do. Like I, we talked the three of us today in looking over the list. If Dolph Ziggler wants to be a performer right now, and I, I have no idea what Dolph Ziggler's interests are, but if he wants to be a professional wrestler right now, then he will almost certainly in 90 days be in AEW. Like his, his brother is actually, now I got to ask that question. Is his brother still under contract at AEW? I believe so. Yeah. Every, everyone's been talking about the, the Nemeth brother tag team. That's inevitable. 
I don't even know if that's really makes sense. I think no, that's it, I, actually if quite he, stupid. If, he, if yeah, if he does that, that's that's a terrible decision. Unless yeah. they just unless he just wants to. Right. If that's what he's into, if he wants to do, if he thinks he's doing a favor for his brother or something like that by doing it, then God bless him. But I, if I'm AEW, I don't have a ton of interest in that versus just having Dolph Ziggler. But, but my point is, I think we all know that if if Dolph Ziggler wants to be a a full time or you know, close to full-time professional wrestler, then he'll be in AEW in 90 days. As far as everyone else is concerned, I'm not sure. And, you know, maybe AEW has some flexibility with CM Punk gone. Like, maybe they could choose to dip in, but I I think that that impact Shelton Benjamin maybe you brought that up I I guess just like just because Tony Khan Tony Khan's such a mark for that era of WWE yeah and that's what I would say if Tony Khan's just a nerdy Shelton Benjamin fan then sure but I there's no place for him there like there's there would be a Tony Khan pretends like it's a big deal on night one and then right. Shelton Benjamin does nothing for a long time. I, I think what's more likely is he comes in for one of those, you know, like sometimes they do that, bring someone in for a random match that for whatever reason they feel fits in a feud. And then, you know, he goes right. away again. Or yeah. he's, in, he's in the battle Royal as the, the Joker or whatever. Yeah. I mean, as far as, is there anyone else in this group that you're convinced? I think they go after Emma. Why? Well, they didn't before. Someone brought that up today that That's they did true. not pursue her before That's true. this. I just I think that a she's talented. Oh, we all agree with that. She, well, she's talented. Now, now again, you can anything I'm about to say you could say was they don't care about the women's division. Period. And I couldn't argue with you there. But if you're looking for like another just good person for the division, obviously you have uh, Soraya's working there and she's very close. Well, I was with, just going to uh, say, Emma there's right your, now. there's your one difference between last yeah. time and this time. Well, if Soraya has power to make those I, types I, of decisions, I, sure. I, well, I think she has influence. I won't say it, power. Okay, fine. Influence. I'm good with that. But I would, I would take a step back and say in the past, it looked like they were willing to just hire any female performer that WWE let go, right? Like they brought in, Ember Moon and right. they pretended like Ruby was a big deal for a week and then they stopped caring about her. Um, I don't know now where they're at with that. I do think it matters. And the other side of it is that are they willing to sign Riddick Moss as well? Yeah, that, and, that would be the question. Are they? And a that's that's what I was going to say. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they would. I mean, it's not going to cost very much, mm. you know? I mean, I guess if you want to just throw him on Rampage a few times. Okay. <sighs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, that's a tough If, if you look at the bottom third of their roster, you're telling me he's not better than half of those people. But that's, I don't, but, but it, you're saying he's not better. Is he definitively better? But I'm saying if it's collateral damage and it's like, but that requires, uh, this guy's, if, this guy's they, X amount of dollars, that guy's X amount of dollars. If they're uh, desperately interested in Emma, sure. Right. But we're presupposing a couple of things here. The first is that they're desperately interested in Emma. If they want Emma to keep Soraya happy because she wants to bring her into her group or whatever, and it costs them another, you know, little bit of money to throw Riddick Moss on collision or whatever, then I... I I mean, like, they've right, done dumber if, things than that. I'm not saying they haven't done dumber things, but I would say that on the flip side, if Riddick Moss is knowing that he's just going to be thrown in, he might say to himself, frankly, yeah. I'd rather be on impact at Wait, that point. Yeah. Okay, I've got another dark, two dark horses here that we think are wildly entertaining people. 
Rick Boogs. I love Rick Boogs. I think he'll show up for an appearance. I think Elias. I love Elias. I don't see either of them as being guys. Not in AEW. They could be stars in Impact. They fit I, I, real well in Impact. And and by the way, I know as far as we're talking Impact, I want to throw in uh, Massey and Mansoir. Like, we got to see a little bit of their personality finally, and I'm very interested to see what they do from here. Like, I, I, these, all of these reek to me of better fits for Impact, um, of people that know that they would be limited if they went to AEW, so they would have to think about what's better like if i'm trying to i'm trying to come up with a comparison if i'm let's use um god i can't even say masse let's use masse as an example right what is he in aew he doesn't fit i don't think i could be so, wrong he, like just beca- just, he just becomes a guy in one of those groups. That's so, I mean, that's what, so let's say that for whatever reason, they do make a phone call and say, hey, we'd be interested in having you. It's the you know the lowest end of what we'd offer. We can bring in here, take a look at you. Versus if Impact were to say, we'll take you and Mansois and we'll bring you in as a tag team and you have the opportunity to be the tag team for a little while, the Anderson and Gallows, the Rascals, the like, and, and can, apparently they're real life best friends. We yeah. can we can make fun of Impact, but there are certain things they've done really well. Their world champions is not that. Like that's been a mess, but they've done the tag division really well. To Aaron's point, they've done the women's division really well. Aaron's point, not this week, but the one that he made when Naomi signed there. They've done certain things well and to the benefit of those performers to elevate them and make them viewed in a different light throughout the industry. So I think that some of these people would just be better suited going to Impact if Impact is going to continue to be viable. Look, man, I'm stunned that Impact has continued to be viable this long, right? Like. It's an upset to me that Impact still is running every week and appears to be like we're not even hearing stories about them failing to to pay people the way that we were for a long time. I mean, they're they're a definitive, you know, not a factor at the top, but they're an entertaining, but they're an entertain. They're they're a steady and entertaining program. And they, again, apparently are paying everyone and you get to be on television. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't limit what you can do outside of it. So. I, I feel like this is actually an opportunity for Impact to add a significant number of talent, and I think it could be a, a really good day for them when all is said and done. Do they have the money to be able to do that? But the, At this point, I don't think the offers from AEW would be all that significant for them to have to compete monetarily. Like I don't think that we're talking about I think let, that let, let's say we're talking about five or six one year deals. We're talking about four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, maybe a little more than that, but probably not I, a million. Who do you think of this group? Again, separating Dolph Ziggler, who's going to go to AEW. Who of this group is definitely someone you'd have to pay a hundred thousand dollars to for? Remember, they tape how many episodes at once? About a month's worth. 
So you've got to show up to 12 to 12 to 14 TV tapings, 12 to 15 TV tapings. How many pay-per-views? How many pay-per-views are they doing? I don't know. Probably about six, something like that. Um, so that's, we're, we're talking 20 dates. If you throw in some promotional stuff and maybe you bump that up to 25, like, let's say on the highest end, it's 30. How many of these people are six figures for 30 dates at this point? I just, I, I don't, I can't I think speak some, to, I think some of them would hold out for that. I think they'd be holding out for a long time. Like I, I have no idea what impact is paying, so I can't. You know, I, I can guess, and, and it feels like some of these guys, uh, you know. But well, honestly, I, that, sure that's been that, one of the things. We haven't heard about any of their contracts in a while. which is That's why it's such a weird bit that they're so viable. And I think what they've figured out is that, like, by limiting the number of dates that we're asking you to work, we don't have to pay you that much. You still get to say that you have the association with Impact. You still get to be on television. And it's kind of good for everybody. Um I actually think in a weird way, AEW ended up helping them. Like they were, they were never, when we say they were the number two, they were the number two by default. It's not like their ratings are drastically worse because their ratings were never good. Like other than that, you know, one moment that they had with Hogan and everything like outside of that, they've never popped in any way. So, So in a, wait, this is, never mind. This is old. I'm, yeah. I'm, found... I'm, I'm Googling the same things and I'm not finding anything definitive at all. It's all over the place. So uh, it's, it, look, says, it says Brian Myers makes 67 grand. Uh, who knows if this is accurate? I mean, that smells pretty right to me, man. Like, again, it's a limited number of dates. It's, it said the Good Brothers made 100, though. And that makes okay. sense, too. The Good yeah. Brothers were more valuable to impact, right? Like. I I don't think Naomi went there for sixty grand. I think Naomi went there right. for for six figures. Um, but low so six if you're figures, telling me those guys made six figures, then if I look at this list, I'd say Elias, Mustafa. No, see, you you I forget think, I, what the Good Brothers. Oh, were. Yeah, I think you are. I think you're way off here. I think you're way. I don't think in comparison to the, if the Good Brothers are making a hundred grand, there's zero chance don't, that don't Elias forget is the good the good bro, the Good Brothers were in a position to get seven figures from WWE because yep. they were that right. hot. That's true. <laughs> like the, the Good Brothers were selling like pay per views on their own. The, I, if that's what the Good Brothers were making, then no one has a prayer of making a hundred thousand dollars on this list. Unless for whatever reason they're valued in a different way, like they're valued for something they can do backstage too, or taking on a role that's bigger than just being a performer. According to the internet, he was making two hundred thousand dollars in WWE. Elias was Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali was that I believe. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. But you're you're working a lot more in WWE. Not anymore. I mean, yeah, more than that, but not a lot. Drastically more than that. Because the, the, they don't all work the weekends. They take turns. Right, I understand. But still, just alone to show up for TV every week, you're already starting at 50, right? Just to show up. Clearly, they weren't working all the pay-per-view weekends, but let's throw in a couple more dates. Everybody still has to show up for Mania weekend. So that's, what, five dates on top of it? 
and then it's whatever you know however many dates you are working house shows so let's conservatively say 20 the number is definitely bigger than that maybe it's 25 like we're already pushing 100 on dates in comparison you're you're gonna and it's wwe you're gonna make more um if if mustafa ali wants to try to demand a hundred thousand dollars he can try to demand it but i just don't know who's giving mustafa ali a hundred thousand dollars right now i maybe i'm wrong maybe i just maybe. i feel like a hundred thousand is the new 75 or something oh if <laughs> like, you're saying this is inflation but math? but by, yeah. by the way if if i say five people for five hundred thousand okay i feel like impact can afford another five hundred well I, yeah i mean i don't i don't i don't know about five hundred thousand dollar people i don't know if they can do that right so like, he meant five people like total i'm so, saying that's yeah. that, at that math it would be five people that are all making a hundred thousand dollars right 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 and i don't i don't know if impacts in a place where they can add five people that all make a hundred thousand dollars but i'm just not convinced that they need to like i don't think that's where the numbers are and i think the benefit of being an impact is you can still make more money doing other th- like you're not a full-time employee You've got a good chunk of change that comes from impact, 60, 70 grand. You can still work indies. You can still, you know, try to get voice acting gigs or have your OnlyFans page or whatever it is that you want to do. I, I I think all this math works. And that's why I, I, I'm not ever going to say that any of these people are going to be in a better situation that way. But I don't know where the line is between struggling, getting no TV, being limited in what you can do outside of that with WWE versus having a chance to be somewhere where you might get a spotlight, you might get a push, you might get a run, you might be able to do some things creative, creatively that leave you more in demand and still be able to make all of your outside money on top of it. I I'm certainly not going to speak for AJ and he can speak for himself when we talk to him next. But I think for some of these people, as much as it's nice to be able to say I work for WWE, the actual circumstances might just prove to be better doing other things. And if we're talking as fans, as we were, you know, started this conversation with again, I'm talking about Monse and Monsoir specifically. This time last year, I was all about them. I was excited for the first time about those two. We had seen some personality from them, and I really liked what I saw. And over the last year, we didn't get to see that at all. So strictly as a fan, while I'm really bummed I don't get to see them at the biggest stage, because that is a bummer, the fact that I get to see them perform and potentially unlock something is very exciting to me. Sure. Let them do, you know, YouTube videos. You know, let them let them explore this creative side of them and try to tap into that. And yes, I'm to your point, I'm not going to lie. Uh, as I said about Naomi, I love Naomi. I, I watch too much wrestling to begin with. And the pendulum hasn't swung yet. Although, you know, I've, I have committed like even I won't even watch Rampage this week. Like, I you know, when they're trying to load it up and pretend like it's a big deal. And I am getting closer to breaking point with I can't continue trying to pretend like I care about all of this bad content. I just can't do it. It, it like mental health. I can't keep doing this. So maybe there will be some room that'll be made there. And for what it's worth, 
as, as you know, Aaron, we remember I when when Broken Matt Hardy was happening, I was watching Impact. Like again, it was a different time, and there was much less. Uh, were we even watching SmackDown at that point? Probably not, honestly. And and by the way, you're right. I'm probably never going to watch Impact Live or anything. But will I watch the six minute YouTube clip or whatever that pops up on my timeline? Well, and that's how it started. That. Right. That's how it started yeah. with Broken Matt Hardy. Like everybody kept showing me on YouTube that Broken Matt Hardy was happening. I started recognizing it and saying this is worth watching. And again, it got so good that I had no choice. I needed to watch. I needed to see it. I needed it was a thing that was occurring. So if to your point, Masse and Monsway go there, or if you know, in a in a month, Hit Row is there and doing really cool things. I'll find out. Like it'll happen. The internet will let me know. There, I, I hate saying this. I don't know. Maybe that there have been things happening, but I, the internet has not suggested to me that I've needed to be watching Impact for the last year or so. You know, I, I've seen clips as they pop up. They have been doing some good things. I've seen some good things. I've seen some, again, the Twitter clips, the YouTube clips. I've People gone have, to a show I, or two, by the way. Well, and that's uh, different because you're out in Vegas. and that's, Yeah, that's, no. That's, I, well, and I, I'm just saying, like, I'm not, again, it's as, as you said, it's not enough to make me watch on a weekly basis. Not even really enough to, you know, watch a show not on a, not live or anything else. Right. But the little clips that I've seen here and there and, and the overall response that I've heard is, and, you know, again, match it with the shows that I have seen. There is something there. I, you know, there's, just, as you said, too much wrestling and quite frankly, impact has burned us too many times. There's that too. I, the internet has suggested to me that I should be paying attention to Macklin. Like that, that's legit. That that's cause that came off very force fed to me at first. Mm. What? I, I, well, I, I was going to say, I, I haven't been a fan of it, but grant, I'm not watching. Like I said, I haven't been watching yeah, the show. From right. what I have seen, I'm, I haven't been the biggest fan. Not okay. the worst, just not something that's like, oh, my God, you need to see it. And but, I've also been told that the, the the other rascals have been doing like what they're doing has been real. Yeah, but, I, I have seen the, the tag matches and quite frankly, from from the things I've seen, Shelly and Saban still look great. So no, that's not surprising. They're good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean. That's that sounds about right. It's like saying that the Good Brothers are doing. Well, I don't want to put them on the Good Brothers level. That's they back off on that. The Good speaking, Brothers. Speaking of it. people who've barely been on TV for. Ah, God, imagine I, I, every time a company so, can't figure out the Good Brothers, like gee, like what? But, but but I will say, like that is part of the conversation. Is like there's still a shitload of people on their roster. Like they still have a huge roster of people that they can't get on TV. And, like, at what point, because we didn't talk about that part. Like, at what point is somebody looking at it like, why are you paying all these guys that aren't on your oh, show? Oh, I, I don't think well, that exactly might even we... be the end for 2023. Yeah, I like, wouldn't be surprised by that at all. I mean, what if there's more tomorrow? <laughs> I mean, tomorrow would sh- surprise me a little bit just because why wouldn't it have happened today? Yeah, why not believe but it all if, out at once? If, if you tell me in three weeks and a month, sure. Yeah, the more involved the Endeavor people get with this, the more they ask questions like, hey, why are we paying so-and-so such amount of money? And Maybe they're paying Jade Cargill what they paid all 30 of these people. Well, and that's the other part that's a little, you know, going back to what I said at the very beginning. It's like, you know, you have Jade Cargill, you have all the rumors potentially about CM Punk. Like, is that what's happening here? We're going to pay some of these people who we want to see 
at least in Jade Cargill's case. Yeah, I was going to say, this. I don't know who he I, I, I was going to say in Jade Cargill's <laughs> case. Yeah. Um, like, you said people. I would have said person. Yeah. Some, for, for some people, it is people. I, I know that. We have to acknowledge that it's yeah. But, yeah. like, some, I, don't, I don't need it. But, but like, it, it will matter. And, and that is something that I'm not going to say we'll have to deal with because, you know, we, we kind of always do. But it's definitely a bummer. It's tough to measure, man. It really is tough yeah. to measure. I, I can't. Because, again, there's, every layer is more difficult. Like, the, I, I can do the thing where I can say, I get it. I get if these people aren't getting on TV, then what what do you do? But that's not on them. I, I, maybe in some instances it is. Maybe there are some people that you hired and they simply weren't capable of doing it. Although, you know, that's never stopped you with Dominic Mysterio. So I'm not really sure how you. <laughs> Come on. Um, He's all natural heat with no yeah right sound modifications right thank you that's a, thank you for that reminder you know what? I didn't think it was as bad this week I, think, I, I actually I, I didn't think it was bad at all this week I, I think, think they, they turned it off I think I, they real, they saw I the, think they got they're caught with their hand in the cookie jar and, and Cody mentioned it <laughs> I don't you think that line was fed to Cody or or at least he was being funny and maybe he took it upon himself I don't remember what he said what remember. I hey also guys, might not have seen it. Did you hear him? You didn't I'm hear still, him say that? I'm still allowed to watch on uh, Hulu for another week. Oh. So oh. No, during that promo, he was like, yeah. Dom was talking. Oh, I, okay. Hey, guys, maybe, can you hear yeah, him? Maybe, maybe I remember. I kind of chuckled like, oh, okay. It's kind of I, wasn't, I, I wasn't sure if that was a direct reference to that. It very well could have been, though. May, maybe not. But it felt, I mean, he's that guy, right? Well, again, <laughs> like, but they, he's John they, Cena, yes. Yeah. They very clearly didn't do this week. And what they did last week, but when we talked about it last week, it was as comical as last <laughs> last week's had been the most blatantly obvious. And maybe either the reaction, like people very clearly realizing what was going on and them saying, OK, we don't need to do it to a 10. We can pull it back or, you know, maybe to your point, Aaron, they just didn't do it at all this week for I don't know. But it definitely was not the same. Um. I don't have I, – I, I think we're talked out on it. It sucks. There's only so many ways we can keep saying it sucks. Um, at some point, we'll talk to AJ, and we'll see what he's planning on doing. And we all know he's going to be fine because he is very talented, and he will have no shortage of opportunities, whatever he wants to do. And that will be interesting to see, right? Like, does he go right back to work in indies? Does he pop up an impact? Does he – does he want to do TV? Does he want to do other things? And, you know, we, I, I think he shared some of his ideas that he had for other projects at times. And I don't know that he's shared all of them publicly, but he's gone down the road with some of those other projects. I, I don't know if everybody he's remembers. certainly capable of all of them. Well, and the last time this happened, I don't know if everybody remembers, like he was popping up doing some stuff with ESPN for a minute. And now he's an even more well-known personality that, has been plugged in and like a regular guest on the Pat McAfee show. So he would seem to be more valuable there as well. We'll see. We'll see whatever it is that AJ wants to do. As far as before we get to the rock, um, that's how funny is that the rock was on TV this yep. week <laughs> and it's, it's not even in the top hour of our conversation. Let's talk briefly about the TV thing because what I did want to do is try to present, like, from a fan's perspective, you get to decide 
what programming happens when during the course of a week, what would it look like for you? What would you want when? So I'll roll that out now that we know that it's not going to be Fox. It's going to be USA. It might still be USA for Raw or apparently. They've, they've almost definitively said it won't be. They've, um, said they've almost. Sports, I, I just, sports Business Journal very much left that like that's not dead. Like that that they but think. It was, Am- but what didn't Variety or someone say that it that 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 almost I, certainly? I think, the, I think the belief is that at this point, Amazon and Disney are still interested enough to get involved. That there's just no way that that Universal will pay at that much money to compete with them for another product. Right. But you know, we still have to know with certainty what the level is that Amazon and or Disney are willing to pay in order to get the product. But let's let's go back to it. Whatever as a fan of professional wrestling, what would you want it to look like during the week? Well, like, Who wants to as, go first? As, well, I was going to say as we, Monday Night and Raw are so synonymous with each other. They are. That that it like it feels sacrilegious to say. And yet do you want to talk about it? And yet you it? absolutely do not want it on Monday night because I'm not watching it on Monday night because I'm watching Monday night football. And it's not just that you don't want it on Monday night. It's that there is a limit to what they're willing to do because they know we've talked right. about this a million times. They know they're getting their ass kicked and they have regularly felt like they were utterly and completely punting Monday night raw for the entirety of the fall in recent years. Yes. I mean, if we're so if if it's up to me and I get to lay it out, and I'm including NXT in this, I am Raw on Tuesday, NXT. Honestly, I wouldn't mind NXT on Thursday because that's it's not a show I generally watch live anyway, so it's kind of a nice little thing. Well, I would make that argument that NXT could move to Monday for that reason. Okay, like, yeah, or or if you wanted to do that, that that works absolutely as well. Um, but yeah. Uh, so NXT either Monday or Thursday, and then leave SmackDown on Friday. You don't think they'll do the thing where they move Raw to Wednesday? No. 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 Not worth want, it. They, they don't want the fight. Um. Not not worth it to whoever the partner. Yeah, like, I was gonna say you, the company wouldn't want that. Why Why would you walk into you know like Disney says, all right, we're in, and then you say now you got to run the risk of even if we win, right? Like even if you put raw on Wednesday and got better ratings, you would still believe that it would be a, at least a fraction less than what you could get being on a night where you weren't up against direct competition. Do you, do you wonder if you did that? If AEW would switch to Monday, um, they wouldn't switch to Monday. They would switch to Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. They against definitely NXT. Yeah, they wouldn't view NXT if they left if they left NXT there. Yeah, I mean, they they, no one's go. No one's willingly moving to Monday right now. That's sure as hell for sure. The only reason Monday continues is because it's tradition. it's, It's been on Monday for forever. So this is what makes it interesting to me. I would be fine to your point. It would be better to have NXT. If you have to have a show on the same night as football, then you'd rather have NXT. If I I I wish I knew during the rest of the year if it was better to be on Monday or not, right? Like, I, I, I don't know in April if a show is better suited on Monday than on Wednesday. I have no feel for that. The the, the traditional 
Thursday is thought of as the best yes. TV night. Wednesday but, and Thursday is when all the good – actually, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is when all the good shows used to come on. Lost. But, was, but the question is, was that always because nobody wanted to have anything on Monday nights in the well, fall? Well, Monday had good stuff, too. Um, but it wasn't as good, and it would be earlier. So I think your answer is yes. Because I, I think the good shows on Monday would come on at 7. Or they'd be female demographic shows that would be on oh, during was uh, Desperate Housewives might have been a Monday show. Yeah. yeah. Well, but because they know that those people aren't really football fans. I mean, not sorry to all the women football <laughs> How dare you? I'm saying people in a room would sit there and say, this is the alternative to football or whatever, you know? Um, I, I could see that happening. I I tend to I tend to agree that I at some point my preference would be I would have I I you know what I'm I'm wrong I'm never gonna watch professional wrestling live again. I'm not. I I. What if Hulu goes away? It's not gonna make me watch it li- live. <laughs> DVR. Like to watch a show live for what for what reason? Come the closest on. I get is, is an hour late most nights. That's the closest I get. I'm God bless you for getting an hour late. Now that I don't have DVR anymore, now that I've cut the cord, you know, like I'll never watch it same night anymore. Um, and again, I really am going to be affected by this Hulu thing. Not, I mean, I have the USA. Well, they'll, app they'll sign a new deal. It's just Hulu. It's just not going to be Hulu unless they re up with Hulu. I think that, I don't think they mean they're not doing that anymore. I think they just mean well, it's but, up for. There, there would be some sort of lag, somewhat gap, probably. Let, 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 let me right one that, but two, the awkward part about this always has been you can watch, you can watch Raw on the USA app the next day. Yes. It it's never made sense that it was available on Hulu too. Like that's that's always been an issue. I don't know. Well, why how, don't you watch it on the USA app then? Because I have to watch all three hours, Brandon. <laughs> Well, then I have no interest in that. No, but don't you have to to use the USA app? Don't you have to connect your cable account? Yeah, I have I have my father's cable account. No, so but I can that's still watch but, baseball game. But that's the difference. Like for Hulu, you don't need that. I understand, but I've never under. Why, why has USA been okay with it? Why has Universal been because, all right? I, because they all don't they all have a uh, a piece of Hulu. I thought Hulu was Disney and Fox. And I, I not, think that, that they're the majority a, owners, but at, 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 but originally. They, I, I think this. I think this. Uh, grand, this has been grandfathered in. I feel like. I, I yeah. agree that it's been grandfathered in, and at some point, I have thought no, that they would so say. Walt Disney owns sixty-seven percent. NBC Universal thirty-three percent. Sale pending. So then they sold that right. They well, sold their 33%. Right. And Walt but, Disney but all got... all those deals would have been made... Prior. Disney got Fox's piece when they merged. So Disney right. became the primary owner. And so that makes more sense. So I'm kind of surprised that Hulu still exists. And Disney hasn't been able to just shift everything over to Disney+. Plus. Is this just our real way of learning that Hulu's going to be dead within two years? No, Maybe. I think we've been talking about that for a while. Basically since yeah. that Disney plus Hulu ESPN plus bundle started right so they just shift everything to one app although that in the uk already well you know what's odd about that like fox got rid of their fox now app you now have to download like the fox sports app or the fox right like they got rid of their over-encompassing app these these people are so stupid um and it's annoying because of it but that might be because of the merger with disney 
that they're now preparing everything to go. God damn, I'm not even going to attempt to whatever. Moral of the story. I don't want to have to watch three hours of Raw. I'm <laughs> not going to watch three hours of Raw. As I've done things to my mental health, one thing will not be three hours worth of Raw. That will never again happen in my life until in two weeks I find out I have no choice because it's no longer available on Hulu. <laughs> and they're putting it it's, on Peacock. It's not three hours. It's two hours. and If you're minutes. watching on the app, you can't fast forward the commercials. Yeah. That's dumb. Well, no, 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 it is wait, dumb. wait, 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 wait. Wait, the commercials oh, aren't dumb, as long, but though. You watch stuff on Hulu. You watch only murders in the... Oh, yeah, wait. The, is... the, com- the commercials are like 90 seconds. They're not right. as long it's as they are. It's seven on yeah. the USA app. It's like seven spots oh, in a commercial right. set. Oh, you know what? I think I do know that because every now and then when I turn on like a Bravo show or whatever, it's like three minutes of a commercial break. You're right. I won't do that to myself. No. Now, again... I might have no choice here in two weeks, and that'll be the time. I I assume that Raw is shifting to Peacock. Like I assume. By the that, way, that's the best thing that could happen for you because then you won't have to watch the commercials. Well, but Pe- I'm on. I'm not on the. I'm on the. Um, but that's like 30 seconds in commercials or something. That's right? what it's been during live events. Yeah, I don't know if that. Well, no, like when I watched um uh uh the show with the girl from Orange Is the New Black. Um, oh, Dollface. Yeah, is that what it was called? Is that what it was? Oh no, you. I know the sh- You like that that show, Natasha Leone, right? Yes, yes. The show was, called it was, was it Poker Face. Was that what yes, it was? Yes, Poker Face. Very entertaining. Face, thank you. It was. It wasn't bad. It was you know thirty seconds, forty five seconds of commercials every now and again. Um, All right. Yeah, it's way better than the USA app, which I just oh oh oh, oh. awful awful. All right. Um. Now, The Rock. The Rock! The Rock! Has very, come back! Yeah, the very awkward moment, though, in the Clark household where I knew... So they like... The my, the boys like The Rock, but because of Jumanji. Sure. That's why they like The Rock. So when Graham, my older son, on Sunday, I was watching football upstairs... And he was like, after the Ravens game, he just didn't care about. I had to do my post game show, and then he didn't care about whatever the the game. I was like, I was watching Red Zone afterwards. Um, so he was like, well, can you put wrestling on? I was like, oh, but I had already watched. So I was like, I'll put it down on for you downstairs, and you're gonna be excited. And he was like, why? You know, it's funny. He doesn't like Pat McAfee. Um, <laughs> so he was actually like, he was like, do you think I was gonna be excited about Pat McAfee? I'm like, no, 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 no. Um, and then he's like, who's the rock? No, not at all. He was very excited about, he was very excited about the rock, but then Mrs. Clark walked in right <sighs> as the chant was starting. Oh, oh, yes. And then she turned it off <laughs> and it then my, it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it did. But that led to him asking questions. It was all, oh, what are they saying? Thing. Hey, what are they saying? It was a whole thing, and she turned it off. And I was back upstairs by this point watching football again. So he <laughs> comes upstairs, and he's like, I said, hey, buddy, were you excited to see? He was like, yeah, that was awesome, but I didn't get to see any of it. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? I don't know what to make of it. No idea. You know, I, it, I guess it does answer the question of whether The Rock would feel like a scab. And so the answer is very clearly no. He showed up. He did it. Now, there is 
a difference between, I guess, making a one-off appearance and being a regular performer. So I, I still don't know how he crossed that, crossed that threshold, but since John Cena has already crossed that threshold of being a regular performer, it might feel to the rock. Like I haven't heard a lot of pushback from the union about John Cena. Right. So this was a really awkward. So I had on my show this week, Steve Sharippa, who was Bobby Bacala on the Sopranos. Oh yeah. And at, I have another friend who's in the union who reached out to me like, dude, he shouldn't have been talking about the Sopranos on your show. Yeah. That's a big thing. And I was like, well, he wasn't promoting it. He wasn't like saying Mm -mm. you can go to HBO max and watch the Sopranos. He was just answering questions about his time on the Sopranos. And I was like, are they really not doing that on their, their, because they do a podcast. Like about they do a talking yeah. Sopranos or like something like that pod like they would they stop talking about Sopranos on the Talking Sopranos podcast? That I know seems... it's it, it's turned into a thing though at conventions because like you can have these guests up there and they you have to talk about it. there was I can't remember which who it was but like they were basically doing your your bit of sampling chips and cookies and stuff because they couldn't talk about their work. This is really overwhelmingly weird. Well, when you man. say when you say couldn't, they just wouldn't. They're not supposed they're, to. They're being they, they, the union. The union is telling them not to. But there's plenty of people doing these podcasts still. Yeah, I, I mean, like their podcasts exist. Yeah. Like the it's, Office people and all of these people are still doing these things. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's really did, did weird. They take, maybe they they staffed some, you know, before the strike actually started. Maybe they did a ton. I don't know. It's been a quite a while. I, I understand. I, look, I don't know the answer to it. I just know that, like, this is a thing at conventions. This has been a thing on some other places, too. Yeah, I mean, well, I, it's, I mean, it's it's been a thing where, like, they're trying to tell musicians they shouldn't tour. And it's like, what the fuck does I'm oh, sorry. What what does that have to do with anything? But there are, there are people. Yeah, no, that's completely unrelated. Yeah, I don't I don't know how this works, but I would I would think that maybe John Cena already doing it makes it palatable for The Rock. Now I get it, The Rock is a far bigger star. So uh, what about the fact that he had Brian Gewurz with him, and that's his writer? <laughs> there is that. Brian Gewurz well, was everywhere. Did did you see? He was, was also pic- he was in the picture backstage. So well, he and definitely... he was also at Grand Slam the other day or yesterday. Oh, was he? Yeah, that was kind of a weird bit too. He's kind of did popping up him? places. I don't know. They he, he uh, took a picture oh, like okay. on Twitter. Yeah. Is that... it weird? Well, he it's... lives there, right? I think he lives. In at New least York. he had he's he's from there. He's from yeah. New York. I don't know. He might live in L.A. now. I don't know. But well, I. That's a weird bit. He's probably friends with Jericho or something. He's friends with all this. I mean, well, hang on. But, but, I mean, yeah. but is Brian Gewurz in the union? You would think so. He's he he works for the Rock's company. Well, if he's high enough, then he may not be a writer yeah, anymore. He's, he, yeah, senior vice president of the development. Yeah. So it might be that, you know, if you're not in the union, it, like that's. The WWE writers didn't stop working. Yeah. Like, right. if you're not in the union, then not well, also, it, it, it's worth noting the strike might be ending soon. And that's also part of it too. And then it makes it adds another layer to if you're if you're actually thinking about doing something with The Rock, this becomes more problematic. Of course, this comes on the heels of him 
suggesting that the plan was for it to be him and Roman last year. And he, he said it was locked in. That's the word he, but you know, I, I never he know when he's, I, I was going to say he's, he absolutely works. Interview. He said he yeah. had a, sh- a handshake deal with this. I, yes. I don't think he would say that if it wasn't. I, true. I, mm. I hear you, but the rock is an eternal company, man. You, you cannot dismiss that. But why would that be a good thing for him to say all this? Because, because it gets it, people excited about the yep, company and yeah, the possibility the, and of the idea return. that it that it might have happened. Yep, a hundred percent. You don't think it could piss off people that it didn't happen? Why? Because what, what if it never happens? And then you're like, why did? Because it makes it seem like he's the one who pulled the plug on it. I mean, that's the other side of that. Is like he didn't like the story or whatever was, you know, and they pulled the plug on it. It's not necessarily a positive thing. But it gets I people think, talking. I think it's just to get people talking. It does get people talking. I think like, that's and, a, and that's the thing. Even if it doesn't happen this year, it be, the fact that you put it way, out there in the world, right, it's going to be forever out I'm there. Not, I'm not saying that that means that there's no truth to it whatsoever. I just don't. The, I mean, it backs up all the things we heard, and it backs up the weirdness of how they sort. We talked about it back when it was all happening. There was a moment where Dave Meltzer reported they now know they don't have The Rock, right? And so, like, it kind of fits, like, what was happening at that time oh, that I, they thought they had him and then they all of a sudden didn't, you know? But that's the awkwardness of planning anything right now. Like, any any right. conversation that we have about this that suggests it could be more than just him showing up to a show on Friday night, it always – it will continue to go back to other po- – like – Okay, so you start planning something. If the strike ends in two weeks, there's going to be so much backup of what you have to film. There's no chance in hell that they're going to be able to get The Rock. Like, at all. Unless, somehow, Endeavor promised him such an extraordinary amount of money it was worth him to break up the, you know, his filming schedule. Or his his filming thing can't happen until whatever because the people that are in it have to do other things first or whatever. Uh, the Rock's the type of person that gets to set those schedules. Like, if you can't work around... It, it just depends on what the contracts are. If you're in a Rock movie, but you're the lead actor you. in Better yes, Call Saul... Exactly they, they, if you're not is. The Rock, they You're no longer you. in The Rock movie. Okay, yep. Okay. That's, that's the way that it works. Um, is that we want you, but if you're not available, then we're going to find somebody else that is. Um, because there's there's just no person that that's that important. Unless I I guess it's the Rock and Vin Diesel, in which case then there's co-powers and you push that thing off. But then the Rock just goes and does his other thing instead. Um, I, I, I don't know. It, it was neat to see the Rock. I'm choosing not to believe that it means anything more than we saw the Rock. And if that changes, I, I, I'm going to say cool. But is it cool? Like I, I, saw I do s- want to go down this road, actually. This is the road I wanted to go down. I, I saw someone, I don't remember who it was, one of the wrestling tweeters, suggesting that it's the Rock at Mania next year, and then they don't go back to Cody until the following Mania. Yeah, they can't and do that. I, I wanted <laughs> to pull my hair out about the thought of that. Like, the absurd... I think that was Raj, by the way. I do remember that. Oh, God. Oh, that guy. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, that like, guy. I mean, he's going to be proven pretty wrong in about two weeks about something else. It so. seems that way anyway. Um, At least it seems that way. 
the absurd that that was an opinion they, he said that's what they should do right oh no no yeah i'm not i'm not suggesting that he was reporting that was what they were doing but like i i just can't, how do you make these pieces fit anymore i and you've already again killed the bloodline at this point like there's you nothing makes sense any longer there's well, there was there was a lot of not make sense this week a lot no. I mean, you, you, first of all, I've been I've been dying to to bring up on the show that they did backflips over each other on SmackDown to explain to you why the Judgment Day could be there, right? Oh, that was hilarious. They did. They really. <laughs> but did. then, but then two matches later, the Miz is there, uh-huh. and yep. they don't say anything. <laughs> I was just laughing to myself like oh god these guys are gonna be like their eyes are rolling in the back of their head right now we have to talk for five minutes about why the judgment day is justified to be here when the, here's the miz and the, the and then you have la night challenge every champion in the company <laughs> on both shows yep there's a and and jay uso is a friend to no one you know like it's well, he's he's sort of no, Cody is his friend. <laughs> right, that's right. Cody. No, honestly, that was no, wait. What about that? Most, pro- that's <laughs> the most logical part about anything that's happened in WWE lately. What Jesus what? Cody has to give you? No, no, no. That no one likes Jay. Oh, like, right. That yeah. should be the reaction. That, that, that's exactly the way it should work. Right? It should be that way for a minute. And you it's should, still it's been only a been a minute. It's only it's been, been two weeks. It's not yeah. been a minute. And having him work matches against Drew McIntyre that no that lead to no conclusion in any sort of way is not beneficial for him. Drew anyone. McIntyre beat him clean. I understand that. How is Drew that? Drew McIntyre helpful? is turning heel though. Yeah. The, yeah. The That's increasingly paranoid Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Honestly, but, that it's, it's kind of working for me too. At least as far as logic. Well, I've, I think we've all been in favor of Drew McIntyre heel turns, so I think that we're okay with that. But the storyline yeah. is the nonsensical idea that it is good, A, for Drew McIntyre to call out this thing and be the voice of the, hey, we should have questions about you, which is the same thing that Kevin Owens is doing, who I don't think is turning heel. And no, because what's going to happen is he's going to blame Cody for him being there. And, and 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 that's good. it's going to turn. Oh, well, into I, I, I think here's going to here's going to be the difference is Kevin Owens is going to mellow out while right. Drew McIntyre well, is going to do that. Yeah. But we're we're not going to acknowledge is that you then gave Drew McIntyre a clean win over Jey Uso, who I was to lead, well, I had to believe a couple weeks ago is supposed to be a top star. Wait, on wait, Raw. wait, wait. Wasn't there some weirdness to that? What was the thing? That made that distracted him and well, it, it was judgment day. Judgment day. Right, yeah, right, 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 right. But it didn't make it like he I, then it, it did kind of. Yeah, it, it was did. not. It was not schmozzy. It was no, there was a he, distraction. He def- but it, it was, was a very long distraction, and they turned around into a Clangmore. You know, like it wasn't. It wasn't like. It wasn't nothing. You know, I I think there are honestly I think the. Again, we're talking about this is the third week of Jey Uso on Raw. I don't think that the idea of people still being wary of him is wrong. I think that yeah, I agree. logical. Um, and I, I think that there no, are so it's not because you know what it is. No, but they've done enough of people it's, that aren't weary of dragging him. Like, it out to let him be the savior at Survivor Series. 
Right. That's what this is. And that is so far down the road that they are not capable of making this interesting that long. And it's Survivor Series and it doesn't matter. We don't yeah, you're right. Really if it, if yeah. it is two more months of people not trusting him, you're absolutely yeah. right. It's, it's not going to be that. I think it's going to be everyone is on board. The, but then true. there's no purpose of doing it this long. It's not there's long. This. Three weeks is not long. Yeah, that's not long. Jey Uso shouldn't be a questionable figure. But he's Jey not. Uso he's not questioned. There's like two people. There's like I mean, Kevin saying, Owens and Drew McIntyre. Right. Right. But they're they're, they're saying they, the whole they should take the Judgment Day out of it. And like I think honestly, if it wasn't for well, the he, Judgment no, he def- Day, he definitively turned on the Judgment Day. And, this and, week. and that's and I think that'll be if you're talking about now next week, he's turned on the Judgment Day. He's definitively not doing it. And Kevin Owens, you know, if not this week, then by October second is on board with him now that he's proven himself. Okay. That's a logical story and a logical progression. Yeah. And it goes much longer than that. I, I start going on your side, but where we stand right now, I'm good with it. What, what is it at this point that makes Kevin Owens suddenly recognize Jey Uso's true colors? I think, I think what happened this week, I think he'll acknowledge it at the beginning of I, raw or whatever next week. I, I, I think he might have to do no, one the more promo, thing, but... The promo this week was Kevin Owens thought he was joining the Judgment Day. He I, literally said that. Go I understand that if that was supposed to be the big moment, then Kevin Owens should have been waiting there to recognize it at the end of the show. That shouldn't be something you're putting in. Yeah, at, that, that's why no, I think something's going to happen this whatever? week. Yeah, something will happen this week. C- Cody had to come. They had to have the Cody savior moment this week <sighs> because they had to show Drew not help him. And Cody help him like they they felt, you know, you could that they needed to get to that moment. You, you guys, you <laughs> you guys go ahead and have some faith. You go. I mean, God it's a logical. St- I mean, it is. No, we're not telling it's you a logical gonna, thing not to gonna, touch on. We're not telling it's you it's not, not a logical trash thing to go week, further. But I'm telling you right now, it makes sense. Oh, it made sense to mention it. It didn't make sense to harp on it. That's the difference. At if Jey Uso is a star, if he matters, then it's something you mention and then quickly dissolve in order to recognize it. But there, why should everything happen so quickly? Then you're not really telling a story if you just immediately go like go off. Kevin of Owens it. looks dumb if he mentions it and then is okay with it immediately. Agreed. It doesn't. It can be the same night. Didn't we? No, it, it can't be the same. No, no, no. It cannot no, be the same we, night. We all dumb. complained how ham-fisted the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn thing was because they did it in one night. Yeah, because that was a year-long story. But still, I mean, he all is, of a sudden trusted way, him. It, yeah. This is so was this. No, this okay, is I mean, revisiting. You're, you're pretending like there was some big Kevin Owens, Jay Uso thing so specifically. So Jay Uso beat the shit out of all these guys for a year. I understand that. As so part it, of the bloodline, he's not in the bloodline anymore. That's not hard. But but we, so, we, we harp on so many times. Why are, why are faces just banding Jay together because they are faces? Right. Nobody's saying they should band together. That wasn't necessary. No one suggested there needs to be a super friends. Jay Uso didn't but if the need judgment day is three on one in people. Then they, you know, there kind of does need to be. I mean, by the way, Glenn's right. If, if he had nothing to do with the judgment day, if it was just Jay Uso is being top face kind of on the other side of the show. Absolutely. No reason to bring it up. But if you are going to bring it up, I think you do have to do something more than a one night thing with it. I 
this all starts with this stinks. So it, like, it's really hard for me to then go say something else after Jay Uso on raw has stunk and stunk and stunk and stunk. And oh, stunk. I, I couldn't agree. I couldn't disagree less. There's I mean, nothing there. Oh, not, not true. He's, I think he is the bastard stepchild of Cody Rhodes now. <laughs> well, that's sort of true, but He's, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Everyone is the bastard stepchild of yeah. Cody Rhodes. Now, right I will now tell you, that promo that Kevin Cody Owens Ro- is the no, bastard wait. stepchild of Cody Rhodes. Sami Zayn is yeah. the bastard stepchild of Cody Rhodes. Every face the, is the, in orbit right. of Kobe, Cody Rhodes, which is the problem right now. The, the, the promo that Cody Rhodes cut was the most asinine shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Of why did I bring Jey Uso? Because of you. Because you want Jey Uso. It's like we all wanted Jey Uso on Raw. Is that what I mean? No I one, like it, but did no we one want asked it? for Jey Uso on Raw. <laughs> no one did. We've never acknowledged the fact that he said he was quitting the WWE. Yeah. We've never acknowledged that. Like, what? Why? Why to turn around a couple weeks later? We've never talked about that whatsoever. We've never dealt with any of these. There was things. a promo where they clumsily tried to explain that, but did they? Yeah, he said he called him and he talked him into coming back because he could be on a different show and blah 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 blah. But it didn't, didn't make any sense because he could have called Adam Pearce and gone to the other show. Right. So, yeah. So. If you want to talk about bad, let's talk about the other brother, because that's bad. Well, I mean, it's dreadful, but it's all dreadful. Like, it's all. But yeah, (laughs) they they killed the bloodline for this. (laughs) They killed the bloodline for this. It stinks. They re- listen, but they needed to put them back together to fight John Cena and AJ Styles. Yep. Yeah, that's what they needed to do. That is sure. Is that the main event of Fastlane? I mean, if John Cena's in the match, yes. No, wait, wait, wait. start that over. All right, is John Cena in the match? Yeah. Um, he, yeah. <laughs> um, I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm good. I'm good. Y'all have anything else? Can we tap? I, I did. Oh, I did. I guess I we didn't talk enjoy... about Grand Slam. I guess we well, should have talked about that. I, well, I was going to say the uh, the the kayfabe Nia Jax injuring people as she, yeah, as she comes yeah. back. I thought it's actually was... a really hilarious. Is bit. it? Is it? <laughs> it like, <laughs> is it? Like, I, I I could not believe they went down. Hilarious in the I could not believe okay, they were going. Okay, like that. I think shocking maybe or what? To come up with another word for it, but I don't know if I go with hilarious. Audacious. Audacious. Audacious is a good word. That's and a they had good Dom, word. They had Dom be the one to say to give that line. Like, well, with Nia Jax hurting. <laughs> God. Mommy or whatever. Um. <laughs> All right, we we got to we got to move on oh, to AEW. One one more one more thing WWE WWE adjacent. Uh if this whole Dom North American title thing is going to be capped off with Ilya Dragunov just beating the ever loving oh, yeah. shit out of him. Kudos. <laughs> that's perfect. I want it. I mean, it yeah. Okay. Well, wait, no wait, real quick. We do what another WWE thing. So we're defending all the NXT titles on Raw now. What else is what else? That's weird, right? <laughs> wait, wait, what am I missing? 
So Becky Lynch defended the the, the, the NXT title last week, and Dominic and then, is defending his belt against Dragon Lee on Raw this week. Oh, I didn't I didn't even think about. It. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Whatever. I had nothing to say about it. It's it's all weird. All right. Um, we got to talk about AEW. I, yes. I look. You know, MJF Joe was a great match. Um, it was good. I I I I don't even go a little step beyond good. I thought it was. Yeah. It was very good. I thought it was the best AEW match I've seen in a while. And and, and now I, I do have to measure that because, again, it was a match that couldn't have another result, right? Like, and that's the tricky part. At no point did they sell me that there was a possibility that the match was ending a different way. So I do have to measure what it is that I say about it. It was a really good match given that. Given that at no point did I ever have any thought that, you know, Joe was going to win. But within that construct, they did a really good match. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I liked all the false finishes. I thought it was very creative. I thought it played to MJF's character very well um, within this fate structure of the face character. But he also... You know, with all the callbacks to all of his, like he still gets to do his dirty tricks. We just get to he's, cheer he's Eddie for Guerrero it. He's Eddie Guerrero as a face, or Rick right. Flair as a face. Yeah, exactly. And um, um, but more wink, wink, nudge, yes. nudge than yes. those. And that's yes. what yeah. he's it, he's in on it more. Like the way that it, he knows that the it's spot wrong. With the what he's was Chef's kiss. It was. It was great. But the, the comparison to Ric Flair is that like Ric Flair and Eddie Guerrero would try to convince you that it was right for them to do those things because that's what it takes to win. MJF is like going, it's, it's like a second level of meta, like right? Like, yeah. I know that, you know, that I know that, you know, and <laughs> that's what makes it all so, yeah. you know, in, incredible. Like, you know, I'm not supposed to be doing these things. You also know I'm going to do them anyway. And because of that, you love me. Like, I, and the hyper face moments are just like so uh, ironic in a way. They're so over the top that it works. <laughs> yeah. and if, I actually, if, if he turned it down two notches, it wouldn't work at all. Like the shaking because the ropes is, and the yeah, like all because that. it is on fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> I thought they were doing a Mean Joe Green bit. There's the Bret like, Hart thing. The Bret Hart. I know, and that's what I when I realized that I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But the Bret Hart bit was a take on the Mean Joe Green thing. Right. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, it, it was great. Like, I mean, it was for for what it was, and that I got to keep coming back to that. It was great for what it was, and I say that because it's important to say when I then get to the part where, but on the whole, Grand Slam wasn't good. Like, on the whole, obviously, I I don't know what. Can you explain what actually happened in the Moxley match? I, from what it seems is that Moxley was either KO'd or thrown for a loop or however you want to phrase it. Not there. Uh, the ref didn't recognize it at first, which is why they had to do that second move there. But they they switched the match on the fly when they realized that Mox was injured. It, it was awkward. And then it made the like even the the announcers were struggling with it afterwards. Like there was a moment like, well, but Ray Fenix is the champion. Like it was very weird. Um, well, because it was hard. It was like, they had these guys celebrating and it's like, 
on its face, right? If 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 what if you're not worried about what happened, it's incredible that this person beat John Moxley, right? You're like, oh my god, I can't believe they did this. And then you're like, oh my god, is John Moxley okay? Because that's the reason they did. Well, but are, so it was a very you, uncomfortable moment. Why would you be so surprised that they would have Ray Fenix beat John Moxley for a title that's not real? I just wouldn't be surprised that he would beat him at all clean. But, but John Moxley can't can't be crippled by this fake championship. Like what? John Moxley's got to be a real performer. No, but I mean this this specific person, not that anyone would beat him. You thought that Ray Phoenix was beating him for the title? Um, I thought it was Absolutely. You keep saying he won it a week ago. It's a prop. It's not a real championship. But, but either way, okay. You thought they would beat. He would beat him at all. I absolutely thought it was possible because I don't think they knew what they were doing here. I was hoping Aaron. that. Oh, I, I'm, I'm with you, Brandon. It's, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what the odds were going into that. I can look it up, but I'm sure it was heavy, heavy for. John. I don't know why that would be. Why wh- you're gonna have to explain this to me. Why did we think that John Moxley was going to have a long run with a meaningless championship belt? Take the Whether belt or not, out it was take long. The no, 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 stop, it. stop. That matters. You're trying That's to make fine. that you're part not matter. Days. You're, you're talking about long versus ten days, and there why is would it be any more than ten days? Why would John Moxley because be saddled they with? They the, are not. They're not the ones saying this is a fake thing. They're trying to make this a thing, even though you we know no it's not a thing. You have no idea if they're thing. trying to make it a thing or not. You don't well, know Orange that. Orange Cassidy just held it for like a million days. But that doesn't matter. Orange Cassidy had to drop the belt so that he could do something that matters. But he dropped it to John Moxley. Understood. There was no reason for me to think that was anything more than for the match that they made the main event of he a pay-per-view. He didn't drop it to, you know, a tag team wrestler. I mean, this guy's a tag team wrestler. I understand that. And that's why he's got the belt now. He's because got the belt because belt John Moxley is. got injured. You can do a million things when somebody gets hurt. You can do a million things within a match. I'm not saying that they would have had John this Moxley guy was win. minus 5,000 to uh, win at uh, Grand Slam. <laughs> that makes did, all the did, sense but, in the world. And by the way, I did ask Aaron that question. I was like, do we think that he was going to win anyway? And that's why they pivoted to just doing it then? Or did they literally pull the title off? I mean, it felt like they pulled the title off. It didn't feel like they just did a different finish to me. Uh, then you guys but were, I, but I, I have was, no idea. I was not at all shocked by the idea of John. Th- this this belt, if this was just a match between these two people, one, why would it why why would it have happened? Two, I would say Sure. What would be the point if you're doing this match here? It's because you want a big pop moment for John Moxley, I guess. Um, although I don't know what John Moxley is at the moment, yeah. so I'm not even sure you're going to get that out of it. So maybe I would have to think that through a little bit more because I don't know what John Moxley's supposed to be at the moment. But this, I honest to God believe they needed to get this belt off of John Moxley because it's not a thing. It would be like John Moxley walking around as the Ring of Honor. You know, pure champion. Again, Why not just leave it on we, Orange Cassidy then? But, but, but again, we because Orange that. Cassidy, I believe there is no reason that Orange Cassidy dropped this belt unless it's because you want Orange Cassidy to do something real. But but like to Aaron, but what but what's he doing? He's tagging with Hook. I like like to Aaron's point, like. You can believe something, but you have to acknowledge what they think something. You is. keep and, saying that what they think. There is no track record of that. This is belt has mattered one time in one match. 
No, they, I mean, the, they've been putting it on every single Dynamite, trying to make a big deal, whether or not they're making a big deal out of Orange Cassidy and just try, made a big deal out of the title while doing so, almost did, unintentionally. Did, didn't they say he defended the title more than any other champion? Yes. Go over, go over I mean, the list of the people he defended it against. That's fine. It existed, which is more you can say about that's, any other title. No, they do all of it. What are you talking about? Which all of the titles exist. Which has been defended You're more just saying this year, defended. International title or the TNT title? I under when you say defended, that's like talking about they defended the 24/7 belt constantly. At no point were they doing major <laughs> matches. Oh my god! Significant people for this <laughs> belt. Orange Cassidy was facing whoever. Literally, it was the bit. He would face any person that walked in. Twenty <laughs> yeah. of them, if they wanted to. Well, some you of them. Are, so, some of the, so, so, about what they did with this belt. They well, did not respect this belt. Some of these are real people, like Penta L Zero. You're um, saying that Ray Penix is a joke. You don't get to say that Penta L Zero is significantly. I didn't different. say he's a joke. I didn't say he's a joke. I said if John Moxley's like the biggest star on your show. That you can't pretend like the other guy is matters. What? Is there two matters saying, in, by the way, if Penta had beat Orange Cassidy on a dynamite, right. I would have been surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you can't pretend like it was a real defense. Of course he's, I can. No, he's a real competitor. No. We, we I would can, have been surprised if Samoa Joe had beaten like, MJF, and I would right. still say MJF had a real defense. Exactly. And 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 I, I'll agree with that, and I will say there are people on here that you could say what you're saying, which Aaron Solo. Okay, that's a joke. Wheeler Yuta, not a joke in the context of what this belt is, right? Like the division in which now with Moxley it feels weird. But, like, the division in which you would say Orange Cassidy as a champion would be, that would seem like someone who could have a chance at This was a prop belt for Orange Cassidy to fight people every week. It's a prop. You are lying through your teeth about what this belt means. Orange Cassidy kicked ass. And so we liked watching Orange Cassidy every week. But we know what the bit was. The bit was he would face anyone. Anyone could walk into the back and say, I want a championship match, and he would take it. They did not elevate or present this championship as being something of significance at any point. John Moxley won it. So you're saying now that means that's what they're doing. But that's one. And what it said to me is that's why they immediately have to get rid of it because they can't have John Moxley walking around wearing the belt that they had defended every effing week. Not why only didn't Ray, on, why didn't Ray not just, wait, 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 not just every effing week, three times a week. Why didn't Ray Fenix beat him? Because they needed a main event for a pay-per-view. I feel like they were going that even before it was the main event, though. Like they didn't they had, hadn't they set or was it that way? I can't remember the exact timeline. I feel like they had set it up like before CM Punk was fired. I could be wrong though. I don't think that's true, but maybe. I mean, I'm okay. Not, no, I, like I, I legitimately don't remember. So they they were in hell where they booked an entire pay per view and had to do another one a week later and had nothing yeah. for it. Right. Zip. And then, and then had to do this like. But a week but and didn't a half they? Later. I feel like they announced at all at like. They, they announced it on the Sunday that the, you know, the following Sunday or whatever that Orange Cassidy was facing John Moxley. Like they announced it at all in. I feel like that's the case. I could be wrong. 
I, I but don't. whatever. No, it's, no, it's, no it, remember gonna, Orange Cassidy. Down no, remember Orange Cassidy had to, to defend his title for the right to fight John. Yeah, because I think they had they had announced on Sunday that John Moxley was it, that's, fighting. That's how much the belt mattered to them. The right. championship match wasn't even for the belt. It was to fight John Moxley. You're lying through your teeth about this belt. This is a nothing belt. There is no problem with Ray Fenix being the one, whether it was planned or not. There was no plan problem with this because the belt oh, wait, is. Wait, I think you're, you're saying problem. I'm saying I was surprised. Those, those are two different things. And like, I can't I say there's a problem with. I, if it, there's anything. no problem with it, I can't be surprised by it. Like I can't be surprised that Ray Fenix because Ray Fenix. I'm surprised the they did it. No, I can be surprised by no, something. The surprising I have no part with. is that John Moxley was we're going to carry this belt. That would be surprising. Well, the other surprising part is John Moxley lost a match. Right. <laughs> exactly. John Moxley, I'm going through it now. John Moxley has not lost since Revolution. <laughs> in eight months, he hasn't lost a match, and the first uh, match he loses match. He, is he, to he, Ray Fennick. He, he lost to Adam Page in the Texas Death match back in March. I mean, you don't find that odd? That part is more surprising. You'll have that. But that's my point. It's like this isn't a person who loses. Like he's a major star on the show. Then they probably it, shouldn't have given him the triple A right, North sure. American championship. And I don't disagree with you. They there. did. It's yeah. surprising that he loses in ten days or whatever it was. That part Seven, doesn't. He's a person that, who never loses. I, 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 man, we're having two different conversations. But it's all kind of wrapped in the one. But they, they conflate. The moment you did that, he had to lose. He had to. There was no again, unless you just don't care about John Moxley anymore. Like if you don't care about John Moxley, then by all means, let him goof around with this belt. But if you care about him, he can't hold the belt. He can't. I, I, I'm trying to come up with a parallel to this. This would be like them taking the rock and edge out of the main event picture so they could have a long tag title run at the height of the rocks prowess. Like, it doesn't make sense for John Moxley to be this thing. I again, unless they just no longer feel about John Moxley the way that we think that they feel, and by based on his results, we have reason to believe that they do. They they painted themselves into a corner here. Like well, the only thing I would say is there's not much room in the main event right now. You know, like they're they're going to draw out this MJF Adam Cole thing for like four more months or whatever. So, like, you know, how does he fit in there? Like, like, how does, like, what's he doing otherwise, you know? And that's always the... the well, but they've never really had a problem finding something for John Moxley to do. But he could do it with the international title. With a prop, with a prop belt. <laughs> with a, let's just that's make right. sure everybody's got a prop belt. Everybody that does everything carries a prop belt with them for the sake of it. Like... I mean, in fairness, that is what AEW is to the to the point. Everybody gets to have a prop belt of some sort, and we're all every every time we're supposed to remember which belt is which and why we're supposed to care about it. You get like, a belt. You get a belt. I mean, that, I mean that's. But this is the. It really is the bigger issue. The bigger issue is the belt thing. Like we are supposed to. There's a million belts, and we're somehow supposed to know which ones matter for some reason. You're doing and, a pay per view in March. Or in March, you're doing a pay per view in October, and you're gonna have your world champion defend the tag belt. Aren't they doing a pay per view? It's 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 in like a week. Is it weeks, yeah. Wrestle Dream, the first of yeah. October. Oh wait, it, is it the third? Oh yeah, 
thought it was a little later. It's the first, right? God, everything's creeping up. Yeah, it's next week. They're doing another pay-per-view. And and MJF and Adam Cole are defending the tag belts. Well, assuming assuming Adam Cole can do it. Right. Well, right. There is that. They they might luck out and get an MJF title match because they have to. (laughs) By the way, how dumb is it to get hurt on that? Like... Not great. What a shitty spot to get hurt on. Not great. Not great at all. You start to ask yourself, like, do you need a nine foot fucking ramp? Uh, Sorry, a nine uh, foot ramp on the leading to the the ring. Um, the the other, just the other things on Grand Slam. The I I I remember when Aaron, you one of you presented the idea that they believed they were creating a moment with Eddie Kingston, and boy, did they force something that wasn't there. Like I mean, the crowd was there for it, but the crowd was yeah. in the it, crowd was there. the crowd was into it. They were into it, but it did not compare to the acclaimed. It did not. They did no. not recreate the acclaimed thing with that. The crowd was cool with it, but like cool with it because you want a match, not because we were pretending like something significant happened. Like. Eddie Kingston's one of ours, and he won the match that he was in, so we're cool with that. Like, Eddie Kingston... Well, well, you know, you could add to it, it was somewhat of an expectation. You're not going to do that match and not... so was the acclaimed. Yeah, the acclaimed was definitely expected, but the, the acclaimed was a legitimately big deal. Like, the acclaimed was everything they've been through, the whole thing. You're finally crowning someone... Right. Telling you telling you they're a significant part of the show. Right. They've been telling you Eddie Kingston that they think Eddie Kingston's a significant part of their show for quite a while. Mm. From time to time. From time to time. Yeah. From time but to I'm time. But I'm saying this is not the first time they pretended like they think he's significant, I guess is they, the best they, way to put that. I'll i I'll say that it would have been better it was for a non prop title, as that's, Glenn likes to say. The, this is the <laughs> but, they but, think they created a moment by him winning the belt. The belt was irrelevant. That no one in that crowd cared that he won the belt, and it made it worse because he's doing the bit where he's like crying in the ring, and yeah. he just looks like an a hole there. Well, plus like, he already had a belt. <laughs> he already had another I belt. I mean, like it. Like, that it, was. They had, I wish they had played. Like they could have, to an extent. Obviously, like the Ring of Honor title doesn't mean anything right now. But if you had really played up the idea that. This is the guy that Ring of Honor would never allow in. The guy who was around all of these people, but like who people were wondering why was ne- why he was never in Ring of Honor, and him winning that belt again. You couldn't have gotten quite the desired result because everyone knows that the Ring of Honor belt is not the Ring of Honor belt. But you could have at least tried, and I don't think they tried hard enough. I think that's an interesting, like, that they could have created a story that made Eddie Kingston care deeply because about that. Because that, that is the the background of this story. Right. For, for the, the true diehards, that was a meaning. Seeing him hold that belt was meaningful for that reason. A guy who was, you know, one of one of the bigger uh, Northeast wrestlers who should have been, who was feuding with everyone in Ring of Honor in other companies, but wasn't ever in Ring of Honor and finally beating his biggest rival to get the belt he was never allowed to compete for. There's something there, and it's why on Twitter there was a big reaction to it. Because the people it, who had been following felt that way. They didn't tell that story. Though. Like, doesn't this go back to um, 
them not producing their show well. I mean, like, like they could have told that story. They could have been yes. the they could have had the announcer sing all this stuff. Yes. And I feel like, you know, we it goes back to like uh, us hearing that they don't produce the announcers. They kind of let them go, and they kind of, you know, like it. It goes back to that. Like, like they're just not good storytellers. And I, I well, is is they they think that people know, and that they're but just that's kind bullshit. of bullshit. Like, you yeah, no, I that. agree. I, I'm not yeah. I'm not agreeing with them. But and, and like, or, say what you like, say what you want about how crappy the uh, Jey Uso thing is or, or whatever. They very they very much do lay out, try to lay out why it makes sense. Now you could. Well, they're not with Jimmy, doesn't. maybe with Jay, but not with Jimmy. Right. No. Well, I mean, they try to they try to. It, it doesn't make any sense, but they tried to carve something together. Mm. Right. Like, I'm just saying there's a difference. It, 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 between, it, yeah, it there's a difference example, between yeah. trying and not trying. Like, like, just try, just try to tell us why this person gives a shit about this title. Like, just try to tell us why this matters. Try to tell us, like, you allude to a lot. And that's why I'm trying to draw the difference between the two is like, that doesn't make that a good story. And I think that's why this is an accurate comparison. I'm not saying they're great at it, but it's, it's trying. What, what this is, is alluding to things and assuming that the crowd connects the dots. And I don't think that's good. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I not. It's it's yeah. they what what they view it, and it's something that I've I can't. I'm sure I've said on the podcast at times. I've definitely said on Twitter at times was that they view it like a comic book movie where they're going to give you these little breadcrumbs, and they're okay with you not you know caring or you know the people who care will care, the people who don't probably won't even notice it. No, but no, and hold it's on. not. Wait, the the comic book that's movie what, tells you they, the story. <laughs> no, like, no, I mean, but like if you if you watch Ahsoka. Uh, if you're watching Ahsoka right now, there's so many references to Rebels that, quite frankly, if you pick up on it, that's awesome. And if you don't, it's whatever. And that's how they view this. And they need to realize, like, you can't do that with wrestling. Well, not every story. I'll take it a step further. Not every story can get away with that. I think as, if you've got the 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 bolts and uh, the nuts and bolts of a story then you can leave Easter eggs for people that want to know more and fill in the dots with Star Wars and Marvel. But those stories still have the nuts and bolts of a story. This is like, oh, yeah, this guy did this thing this time. You know why these guys hate each other? They haven't liked each other for a long time. And you're like, why? What? You know what I mean? Like, they don't tell you, like, oh, Captain America doesn't like, you know, uh, Ultron or whatever. Like, you saw why, you know, like why he's a problem or whatever. Like, you don't just get like that would be like. The Star Wars thing would be like if you got if you just entered into the middle of Darth Vader versus Luke Skywalker and had no idea about their connection and just that all these guys go way back, you know. Um, that, so I, I I push back a little because I think those stories have the parts of a story and this does not. So like you could do it in wrestling if you at least present the nuts and bolts of a story and some background. And I then think, there's the yeah. extra for all the people that want to be nerdy and know every little thing. Yeah, I, I think they think that the fact that they've had, you know, Claudio and Eddie feuding since both of them, or I guess since Claudio arrived last summer, that that's the nuts and bolts. And I, I agree that it hasn't been necessarily successful, but I think that they think that by showing the feud, by showing them fighting for months and months and months, that's enough. Yeah. And did they do this with somebody else? Somebody that it was another Eddie Kingston thing, right? Where he was friends with someone or um, 
who was the person that he was like frenemies with? Moxley, right? They did the same thing with those with those guys. Yeah. Uh, so we, they, all, I, we, we all know everything about Eddie Kingston's career. Right, so, correct. We're all absolutely. just supposed to assume. Yeah, that makes all the sense <laughs> in the world. Uh, and by the way, before we wrap up, we do also have to point out that at least they nailed it and they understood that what we really needed was more Don Callis. And what we <laughs> definitely needed to was to have Sammy Guevara turn but only after he cleanly lost a match, because right. that's how you show someone is really a weasel is to cleanly lose a match and then join up with another but, weasel. But come like, on, we, we had the member berries. So that's what all that matters. The member berries. You, I mean, the the uh, the Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho uh, finish while they were wearing like the same exact outfits. Yeah. Did you see, did you see that? It's like it's like. It's like mo- movement for movement accurate. Oh yeah, it, it was the member berries. It was the you what know, does the member berries mean? It's from South Park. It's the oh, you're, okay. you're just it's like instead of t- telling a joke, you just refer to something that happened in the past. It, it's like nostalgia. It's nostalgia. Everything's good because of nostalgia, basically. Right. Correct. Um, I don't. I didn't. I did not realize that's what that was. But I just do know that like it doesn't take a brain surgeon to realize what a stupid trope it is to prove that you're a weasel after you lost the match cleanly. That's the least heelish thing that you could possibly do. Like, well, well, well uh, here's the thing. Yes. I, I think that it's, it's kind of funny that they, that they did the, the movement for movement, Shawn Michaels thing, because the way that was done is the way you would do it. Right. It's just a sore loser. This is like, Look at my evil plan. Here comes a guy that I Correct. was I was working with, with him all along. Right? And that makes no sense. Well, That's then the why didn't you collude with him to win the match? <laughs> right, right, right. You're a giant idiot. Like, <laughs> and so is he. You're both yes. giant idiots. <laughs> if you lose the match and then you snap, like, that's that that works. Well, that's but why you, the Jericho thing that they were recalling to makes sense because he was just a whiny bitch. You know what I mean? He was just right. a sore loser. That was his whole character going forward um yeah this was cr- crazy i couldn't i, I mean i could so un- unfathomably dumb like i just can't get around it they they had him just lose a match cleanly and then been like ha ha you stupid i had you all along i just won like <laughs> <laughs> yeah don Callis laughing walking down the ramp like ha ha i could have helped you win but instead yeah i just didn't <laughs> <laughs> it's the dude it was it's all right whatever i got we gotta go we've done two hours. Um, t- tony storm is the greatest performer in wrestling tony Storm's wonderful of course she's wonderful okay all right uh plugs um i don't know come come to vegas come to the circa <laughs> I, I i don't know why i was caught off guard there come to vegas come to the circa and yeah it's great Cool. At the Aoster on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Sure. At the Aoster on Twitter. What just did you have? A, do we have to worry about your health? For, yeah, pretty much. I, are I, you I, OK? I Mitch, I Mitch McConnell there. That was really bad, man. All right. Uh, Brandon, we got Baltimore's own YG Tech uh, on October 15th coming to Ramson Live. We've got Ripe uh, fresh off their performance oh, of Hot I, August Music. I, I do like Ripe. They're very I, good. I yeah. like them. I might. Uh, when is that? Friday, November 10th. I'm going to have to look at the old calendar. 
I'm trying to figure out if I can get the Vegas to hang out with Aaron, but oh yeah, my like I hate that what my calendar looks like. It's not. It's very bad. I, my calendar is awful right now. Um, all right, we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. Friday, November seventeenth, we've got the Taylor party, which is a Taylor Swift dance party, and we have Stephen Piercy of of Rats. I'm getting I was like, did I get the right? <laughs> 80s band here. Yes, Stephen Piercy of Rat on January 18th. All those tickets on sale now or shortly if you happen to hear this at one in the morning or something. Um, RamsedLive.com at RamsedLive on Instagram and Twitter and or whatever it's called. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on the platform formerly known as Twitter. At Glenn Clark Radio for me on whatever and GlennClarkRadio.com as well. And he continues to be at AJ Francis 410. It is interesting to me that he's referring to himself now as Dalla, which might be a sign of something moving forward. But again, hopefully we can talk about that next week or I don't know how the no, maybe the non-compete means you can't. I don't know. Whatever it is, we'll talk about it whenever we can talk about it. For Brandon, for Aaron, and still for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, a.k.a. Dalla. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben. Jobbing out. Jobbing out. Boo, boo, boo. 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 No, no, no. I was doing the much more quiet boo. I was doing, you're still doing the inflated piped in boo. Hey, I'm trying to talk right now.